6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Oh my goodness, the CFL has announced a return to the field August 5th for a 14-game season. Your voice of the Edmonton Elks, your play-by-play voice, Morley Scott joins us this afternoon. Hey, Morley. Howdy ho, neighbor. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. My goodness. Football's back. You have a spiffy new haircut. All you need is a feed of meatloaf, and it will be the best day ever. Oh, it could be the best day ever. Yes, you're right. Uh, yeah, really, a really exciting day today for football fans, especially, and, and, and I think the players as well, because uh, that it's probably affected them more than anybody else, uh, this long, long layoff. But it's finally back. They finally have everything in order, and and uh, we're moving forward with the CFL season, which begins on the weekend of August 5th, which is, when you think about it, not all that far away. There, we're uh, a few weeks out till training camp, and then a few weeks of training camp, and then it'll be uh, it'll be go time for the Canadian Football League and the Edmonton Elks. So, Morley, a 14-game season this year compared to an 18-game season normally. What kind of impact do you think that that might have? Well, uh, that's going to be the interesting thing, uh, Jalen, because not only is it four games shorter, but there's no preseason games mm. as well. So players are going to have to get used to playing again quickly because the old expression is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, it's kind <laughs> of a sprint this year, not a marathon, because there's just the 14 games. And you have to get yourself up to game speed pretty quickly, which these players have not seen for almost, well, they didn't play last year. It's been about 18, 19 months wow. since most of them played any football, right? So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting start to the year. I think there'll be some choppy play the first couple of weeks but uh they'll get they'll get their uh their legs under them and it'll be pretty good i think moving forward after that yeah like the nhl every game matters right there's one and and in the cfl it's pretty much every game mattered anyway but even more so in this year it's going to be fascinating to see now when i had chris Preston on earlier today he wouldn't give me any hints on the schedule that's going to be released tomorrow have you heard anything well the long-standing rumor we've heard the last uh, couple of weeks is that the Elks would open up on the 7th uh, against Ottawa, but w- we've also heard that the schedule has been changed almost daily at mm-hmm. times throughout this, so I don't know if that still stands or not. We'll find out tomorrow the schedule will be released, and it will be a, a regular, uh, just a, the standard traditional setup for the CFL this year too, Jalen. It's going to be an East and West divisions, and it's going to be just 14 games, but the playoffs will stay the same with six teams qualifying, but they do have a window where they can change things and open up and change the playoff uh, 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 spots a little bit and, and how the playoffs are going to work. That, I think, depends on, on many criteria. But I think if they start playing August 7th and they keep playing and they have no issues with the virus, uh, then they can move ahead just <laughs> as planned. If they do have some issues and possibly if they have to lose some games, then maybe they will look at a different format for the playoffs. But that's that's well down the road. Ever been to Hamilton in December? <laughs> Uh, no, I have not. Uh, so uh, it, it has a chance to be called. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I mean, there was a there was a Grey Cup game in Hamilton in November that snowed profusely, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the uh, the uh, the Edmonton Elks were in it. Uh, the Edmonton football team was in it. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a chance. There's a chance it could be pretty uh, pretty awkward that week for all the festivities going on. But I don't think anyone will complain about it. I mean, even the commissioner today said, you know, we've been working for the last several years to try and move the Grey Cup 
back and have it earlier in November or maybe even October. Mm. Uh, and now for the first time, we're moving it the other direction. <laughs> and maybe this is, ironically, it's exactly what we need to get the game back on the field is to move the game further because it allows them to play their 14 games and, and get the playoffs in and everything. So uh, I think people will put up with it for one season. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so still some things that need to be worked out and depending on where we are in uh, the different phases will depend on certain things in the in the, in, in Commonwealth. We'll, we'll see how that rolls out over the next uh, little bit. Um, have you been practicing your calls? Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm saying Edmonton Alex as often as I can, just so it, uh, <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll be ready for that. Uh, uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty, I think it'll be kind of cool, kind of emotional to step back in the booth and, and get ready for game day. And I think everyone's, everyone, whether you're a fan, a player, or a media guy, you have your routine on game day, mm-hmm. and, and it'll be neat to get back into that routine. Uh, before that, of course, we got uh, almost a month worth of training camp. The way it's going to shake down, Jalen, is players uh, late this month will go into uh, ice isolation at home then they'll come to their cities and go into team isolation uh, on July 2nd and then training camps will be on the field on July 10th after that isolation period of one week expires and then they'll be on the field July 10th moving forward to uh, the first week of the regular season which as we mentioned is going to be August the 5th. Hey pal before I let you go great job on fundraising for juvenile diabetes and uh, resulting in that uh, that lovely haircut that you got after not having your haircut for I don't know 16 months but tip of the hat to you and the team. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, just a bunch of family members uh, do this every year, and I, it was kind of uh, the opportunity was there for me to join them this year, so I did. I thank everybody who donated and helped out the cause. Uh, we're the number one fundraising team in Edmonton, awesome. and I think I heard somebody at our event on Sunday say that we were uh, 19 in the country, so in the top 20 in the country, which is which was great to hear. We raised just over $9,000 for juvenile diabetes research, so I'm, uh, I'm very grateful to everybody who uh, donated, and I'm grateful that I don't have to worry about my hair anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I'm guessing that your wife is pretty happy that it's all gone too. Oh, all right, my friend. Thanks for this. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. You bet, Jalen. Good to hear from okay, you. Talk to you nice later. to hear from you as well. Morley Scott, your voice of the Edmonton Elks.